everyone. Thanks for tuning in to The Real Deal Show, presented by eBodyboarding.com and Tribe Boards. On today's episode... And I know immediately as I'm duck diving underwater, I just got in his way and he didn't catch the wave because I blocked his way down the face. And I'm like, I'm going to come up and I'm going to get a knuckle sandwich right in the teeth. Hey everybody, Jay Real here with another edition of The Real Deal Show. Thank you for tuning in here on YouTube or on the audio podcast. I am super glad to have you back. Thank you for your support uh, over the last several months of The Real Deal Show. And uh, today's episode, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. I've been doing some interviews. Obviously, I did my Meet the Staff series uh, with all the folks that work here at eBodyboarding. And then I interviewed my buddy from the East Coast, Mike Strawley, in the last episode. Today, I thought I'd tell you some of the interesting stories that happened from my pro bodyboarding days in the past, particularly on the North Shore. So let's call this segment North Shore Stories. And I will have other ones in the future, but today's North Shore Stories are going to focus on some of the bad boys on the North Shore. (laughs) What do I mean by that? Well... Uh, Before I ever went to Hawaii, uh, I used to read all about it in Surfer and Surfing magazines. There were no bodyboarding magazines back then. We're talking like 1980 to 82 were the years I was really reading a lot about it because I went for the first time in the North Shore in 1982. But I had already read a lot of articles about it in the surf magazine. So I kind of had a bead on the spots, kind of how they broke, but more importantly, the the characters, the people, the the legendary surfers of the North Shore um, that you really should know about before you ever go visit that place. The North Shore is very different than a lot of places in the world in that uh, you need to go in there with a healthy respect for the locals. Um, North Shore has gnarly heavy waves. It has a very long history of really amazing surfers. A lot of them are locals. Some are visitors that have been accepted. You could call them Kama'ainas. Um, but the important thing is that when you go to the North Shore, you have to have that respect. You have to Go in saying to yourself, I'm here to observe and catch whatever waves the locals don't want. Leftovers, scraps, call them what you will, but don't expect to show up on the North Shore, paddle straight to the peak at pipeline or off the wall and get any wave you want. That is not going to happen. I don't care how good you are. If you try to do that, there's a good chance, well, back in my day, you would get punched in the face. (laughs) Um, there's a lot of cameras around now. Everyone has a camera in their hand on their cell phone. So, you know, there's a little less of that nowadays because of, you know, people don't want to get busted on camera, punching someone in the face, but that level of respect has to be maintained. So, um, you know, I spent many winters, 17 winters on the North shore. Um, and even at the end of those 17 winters, I took scraps. I never um, felt comfortable to challenge 
I shouldn't say challenge, but to try to break into that pecking order. I had a healthy respect and still do of all the locals in the North Shore. So all of that is a setup for telling you my stories about Johnny Boy Gomes. Okay, so Johnny Boy Gomes in the 80s was one of the power servers on the North Shore. He was from the west side of Oahu, which is and at least at that point was known as sort of the tough side of the island, right? Where, you know, the, the, the tough guys came from. So you already had to go in thinking, okay, Johnny Boy is a guy you don't want to screw with, you don't want to get in his way, you don't want to mess with him. And there was a lot of stories about Johnny Boy. He was um, a man to be feared and a man to be respected because he really charged um, the waves at Pipeline in particular, I remember. And he was a very stocky, muscular guy. He's still around on Oahu. Still, I don't know what he's doing now. I think he was doing surfing lessons. He may still be doing that. I don't know. Uh, but in any case, at that point, he was a, a really well-known, heavily sponsored surfer. Uh, this is We're going back to the early 80s and charge the pipeline, right? So the rule of thumb was if Johnny Boy's out there, stay away from him. If he paddles for a wave, don't even look at the wave, much less think about paddling for the same wave as him. And if he's riding a wave, do not get in his way. That was kind of the thing. So anyway, I was on the North Shore. This is uh, the winter, January of 1984, I believe it was. And I was staying with a couple of friends of mine, Gary Hastings and J.P. Um, like Aldridge, that was his last name. So we stayed at my friend Skill's house. It was known as the Haleiwa Hilton, um, right there across from Haleiwa Harbor. And... One day, or one evening, I should say, we went to this burger joint in Haleiwa just to get dinner that night. And so we went up to the counter, we placed our order, and then we kind of stood back waiting for them to make our order. And well, this beautiful girl walks in. I think her name was Lonnie. We didn't know that at the time. But anyway, she walks in and she places an order. And being guys in their early 20s, you know, we were throwing a couple glances in her direction, just admiring her beauty, not talking to her or approaching her, just kind of standing back. Well, in walks this guy. It's Johnny Boy Gums. He walks in and he's staring at us like he wants to rip our throats off. <laughs> and he walks up to us, gets right in our faces and says, well, I can't repeat some of the words that he said, but essentially what he said was, you are looking at my girlfriend, I will be waiting for you outside. So here we were to get a couple of burgers and some fries and take it home and eat it, and suddenly now we are in fear for our lives. There's three of us, there's one of him, but we knew immediately who he was. Oh my gosh, that's Johnny Boy Gomes, and we were looking at his girlfriend. We are dead. So we get our food, and we look outside because we had an idea he might be waiting in the parking lot for us. And we saw my car out there. We had a, we had a car, and we ducked our head out the door and looked both ways, and we didn't see him, so we ran to our car, shut the doors, locked the doors, and raced home 
thank goodness Johnny Boy didn't beat the daylights out of us, but that was a lesson to be learned. Keep your eyes down. Don't look at local girls. Sort of like, you know, North Shore of the movie, right? When, <laughs> when uh, you know, uh, what's his name? R- uh, Rick Kane is looking at the local girl. I think her name might have been Lonnie in that movie. I can't remember. Anyway, so that was my first Johnny Boy incident. Then there was another Johnny Boy incident that I had. And by the way, at this point, this is many years later, I was spending the winters on the North Shore then as a pro bodyboarder in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, and Johnny Boy was still a formidable figure on the North Shore. And one day I was out with a local kid from here in San Clemente named Matt Casal, little guy. He was maybe 15, 14, 15 years old, real small. Pipeline was firing, 60 guys in the water, sun shining, cameras all over the beach, We're all out there trying to get some waves, and Johnny Boy's out there. Well, turns out that Matt accidentally got in Johnny Boy's way on a wave. Johnny Boy was riding the wave, and Matt got across his path and made him fall on the wave. So Matt got screamed at by Johnny Boy. Didn't get punched because he was a little kid, right? So Johnny Boy, you know, he had good head on his shoulders enough to know he can't punch a kid right so Matt decides to paddle over to me and recount this story of how he accidentally got in Johnny Boy's way and Johnny Boy screamed at him and Johnny Boy sees Matt talking to me and I'm an adult I'm in my probably late mid to late 20s at this point (laughs) and I see Johnny turn towards us specifically to me, and starts paddling high speed straight towards me, pointy nose aiming right at me, and I'm thinking, okay, this is it. I'm going to lose my teeth. Teeth are gone. Do I have dental insurance? <laughs> and he paddles up. He sits right next to me, and he, he says, what, you're going to stick up for this kid, huh? You're going to stick up for this kid. I'm going to punch you because you're with this kid. And I, I basically went into full defense mode and said I'm so sorry we're gonna paddle down to Aukai and go in I'm so sorry I'm not sticking up for this kid (laughs) I totally went coward Um, I knew he wasn't gonna punch little Matt Matt was like 95 pounds so Johnny boy I thought he was gonna shoot his surfboard at me but he had mercy and he and he basically told us to go in so we paddled away, caught a wave in over at Ehukai, which is next to Pipeline. And once again, I lived to uh, bodyboard another day. Well, a couple years later, the third Johnny Boy incident occurred. So this time, another pumping day at Pipeline. It was in the whole, well, let's call it Hawaiian six to eight feet, which is for mere mortals. It's like 12 foot faces, bigger waves on top of that and really good and super crazy crowded sunny cameras again all over the beach another epic day pipeline and so i'm out there with everyone else trying to get a wave i never got many waves at pipeline sometimes i'd be out there three four hours i'd catch three or four waves literally in in three or four hours and come in just angry so i think what as i recall what happened was I hadn't had a wave for a long time, so I moved further inside, right, hoping I could catch one that slipped through the pack on the outside. 
So I sat further inside, and then a big set came. And I see the set, and I'm about to get absolutely obliterated by the lip of this giant, like, double overhead plus heaving peak at pipeline. And I'm sprint paddling and kicking with my fins as fast as I can to get under this wave. And I look up and I see none other than Johnny Boy Gomes paddling as hard as he can for the same wave that I'm trying to get under. So at this point, I have a pivotal moment in my future, in my immediate future. And that is, do I paddle to the left and let the lip just connect with my head and explode right on top of me, no doubt sending me to the reef and potentially the hospital, or do I paddle slightly to the right, avoiding the lip, but Johnny Boy's trying to take off on the wave directly above me and potentially get in, in his way so he can't take off and drop in because I'm right there. So I, I don't know. I made a snap decision to try to duck dive under Johnny Boy as he was taking off. And... I'm praying that he catches the wave and I don't mess him up and he doesn't run me over with his skegs. And I duck dive at the base of this wave. I'm already out of breath and panicking because this giant wave is about to break on my head. And now I have the alternative. Johnny Boy's going to run me over or I'm going to get in his way. He's going to fall and it's going to be my fault. And I was so, there was, it was just a no win situation. I was so terrified. So I duck dive. And I look underwater as I'm duck diving and I see him stop paddling and see his legs sit up on his board. And I know immediately as I'm duck diving underwater, I just got in his way and he didn't catch the wave because I blocked his way down the face. And I'm like, I'm going to come up and I'm going to get a knuckle sandwich right in the teeth (laughs) or the nose. I'm screwed. And so I pop up. And I'm literally two feet away from him, and he's sitting on his board, seething at me, cussing at me. But there was another wave behind it, so we both had to claw to get under the next one, and we both made it under the next one. And I'm just going, I am so sorry. As soon as we got on the next one, we were clear, and I said, I am so sorry. I'm, I didn't know what to do. I tried to get out of your way, and he basically, I thought, I'm going to get a fist in the face, and he basically screamed at me, cussed at me, and told me to go in. Didn't punch me, thank God, I think because I immediately started apologizing, (laughs) and rightly so. I mean, I didn't know what to do in that situation. And anyway, once again, lived to bodyboard another day and survived the Johnny Boy onslaught. So, um, years later, I was doing TV work uh, for the Bud Surf Tour, uh, which I did a lot. I competed in the events, and when I would lose out, they'd hand me the shirt and the microphone. I'd do the beach interviews, and it was time to do, and Johnny Boy was competing. It was time to do an interview with Johnny Boy, and I was so scared that he would remember me from one of the three incidents that I had had with him years prior. I'm sure he had run-ins with many people, but I just thought, Oh, gosh, please don't recognize me. Please don't recognize me. So Mike Stewart, who's a good friend of mine, was there. And he's good friends with Johnny Boy. And he knew of these stories. I've told Mike these stories. So Mike walked up to Johnny Boy as I'm about to interview him and started, like, you know, saying, Hey, Johnny Boy, man, this guy, 
think you should give him some cracks. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't know what to say. I was, I was mouth agape. First, I'm trying to think of what I'm going to ask him in the interview questions. And now I'm thinking, Mike Stewart's telling him to punch me in the face. What am I going to do now? <laughs> but then they both started laughing. Thank goodness. And everything was cool. And I did my Johnny Boy interview. It went really well. And I actually ended up interviewing Johnny Boy a couple times after that. So I survived my run-ins with Johnny Boy and, uh, and lived again to bodyboard another day. Teeth, nose, face intact. But he was definitely a man to be feared and respected on the North Shore at that time. And, uh, you know, there's plenty more stories about other characters on the North Shore. But at that point in time, Johnny Boy was one of the heavies out there. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. (laughs) So there's my North Shore story for this episode of The Real Deal Show. Hope you enjoyed that. It was kind of short and sweet. I'll have more at another time. I'm going to be working on some other Real Deal shows here coming up. But I hope you guys are off to a great start for your 2022. And thank you for supporting The Real Deal Show. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. we got some great how-to videos on there, product reviews and so forth, and all of the other Real Deal shows I've recorded up to this point. If you're listening on on the audio podcast, thank you again for the support. Folks, we'll see you in the syrup.